The What You Cooking podcast is like eavesdropping on your mama and aunties whispering in the kitchen. Regin and Ronica are sister cousins. They both are a boy and girl mom. When they share their everyday household shenanigans, you quickly realize you are not alone. Regin and Ronica's messy situations span the mom agenda. They talk about all things mom, mistakes, mompreneurship, and so much more, all while sitting around the kitchen table. Popping your earbuds if kids are listening. Join them while waiting in the school drop-off line, grocery, or coffee shop, and listen in to the What You Cooking podcast. Okay, I'm ready. All righty. So another episode. <laughs> So, um, what are you cooking, Regin? Well, it's a Sunday, and I did not plan. Okay. <laughs> what you cooking? Well, it's chicken pot pie season. Sounds good. And we've already had it, like, within the last week. I use lots of pie crusts, of course, chicken and vegetables, cream of mushroom, cream of chicken, and it's good, and I never can seem to make enough. No. Let's see, my family... They'll eat it, but I'm the only one that really likes the crust. So I'll be making it just a top crust. Oh. It is the craziest thing ever. But you know you can do chicken pot pie soup. Maybe make like everything ex- and just take that filling and then you put it in a pan for yourself with your crust. Then you can have it so you're not making two dinners. That's true. I might have to try that. Yeah. Because I haven't made it in a while because they always waste the crust. I'm oh, like, no. that's the best part. Man, <laughs> man. I left my daughter to to make it last time. I did everything, the chicken, the filling, and I said, just put it together. I had six pie crusts. She used six pie crusts on like one and a half uh, chicken pot pie, but it was so good. What was she doing? Layering so She just layered, layered and layered and layered. It was so, so what, yeah, good. So you put pie crusts, no. filling, pie crusts? We, we just do filling and then pie crust on top because I don't like, we don't like soggy pie crust. To me, I don't be soggy. Like I like the bottom and top. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You cook the pie crust first. I know you do. It does not be soggy to me. Not soggy, but I don't know. I just I like, like crispy those. and crunchy <laughs> and yeah, it's definitely that season. So, nice. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, thinking of our topics, which one do you want to start with? Um, I don't know. I should have some notes. What Maybe. about to kind of go with your whole matchmaker? Okay. <laughs> business that you're thinking about. Have you heard of roster dating? I have not. Okay. I So this is my understanding of roster okay. dating. Is that, like for me, I'm over a certain age. I'm getting back into the dating pool. And um, instead of just dating one person or seeing one person, I should have a roster of people. Like you do with, I guess, basketball. But probably not that many. And... <laughs> And I would just date those people Mm -hmm. and like, you know, rotate through them, I guess, and just get to know them and whoever stands out, whoever is the one who's closest to my list or the one who, um, how can I say it, giving me the most attention or we're meshing the most or whatever, it kind of helps you kind of weed out who you want to potentially be with or whatever. Right. But 
that's how I understand roster dating to mean. I haven't heard, so I don't know. Okay. But so I've been watching the show on Netflix. Uh oh. <laughs> Sima from Mumbai. She's the matchmaker. Like in the Indian culture, you know, they have a lot of range. Oh, I saw that. Yes. So I watched the first season. The second season just came out. Yeah. And one of the things that stood out that she does, which I kind of like too, I'm not saying her process is always right because there's people in there to say her, you know, it didn't work for them or whatever. Yeah. But I like, so, you know, in that culture, they use bio data. It's basically a picture and it has like your whole life on there. And you basically are picking who you like based on reading this. They call it a bio data, right? Yes, yeah. But anyway, so when she gets someone, they have their list. When she comes back, she only comes back like what? One to three, but she tries to only share one. Like, she'll just, like, read this. Do you like it? Okay. And she was like, that's my way of doing things. <laughs> but, like, she was like, that's, I don't know. She was, like, putting your attention on one person first. So, uh, that's different. I'm not saying different. her work, but it's, yeah. just, it's just the contrast when hearing you about the roster. And, yeah. and she has others. And sometimes she's like, just try it first. Or then mm-hmm. sometimes she's like, okay, I'll give you one more. And then so maybe they have two to pick to start. I like and that. But I did see that mm-hmm. a couple episodes and I do like the her process. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder how expensive she is because Oh, she's very expensive. I think the parents pay for it, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I think a lot of the parents, I think some of the Maybe the ones in America, they might the kids might pay for it, but it seems because okay. it's very like the parents want their kids married, married, yeah, and so they're paying for this. But she's smiling like she has in people in India and all over I America, know. yeah, and I'm sure it's very expensive. But not to get too far off topic, I was so I didn't realize the Indian culture was so like part of her process. She had somebody like look at her people in a face reader. Uh, psych- I'm going to say psychic because I don't know the translating word, but it seemed like a psychic. Mm-hmm. And then they'll have like, they'll say like if somebody has a, um, and again, it's just for lack of better words, it's like a, what we would call like a hex on them. Is that when you say a hex? Like I somebody guess. got somebody yeah they'll say like if they have that then they'll have somebody that can break the hex or Whoa. something like i didn't realize there was so much of that in that culture <clears throat> mm-hmm. not saying everybody but mm-hmm. like just in watching that you see so much wow. psychics face readers breaking the hex or whatever and again wow. i'm sure they use different words but mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. but i am very intrigued i've watched i'm like oh babe i really it still just interests me a mm-hmm. whole lot but yeah, it's that whole process. Yeah. yeah, but some of the people they like it, and some don't. And she's it's it's very interesting because they'll give a list because, like you said, your list. Yeah. yeah, and so she's in. You know, this is a TV show, so they yeah. got to make it interesting. But as they're reading this list, they'll show she's like they have so many. Their list is so long, mm-hmm. and she goes, "You never get a hundred percent." Yeah, and she'll yeah. say maybe sixty or seventy. And I'm like, like a sixty or seventy is not a good. Percentage. I know. She's like, "What am I giving up?" But it seems like the ones who took the chance they were still pleased like it wasn't something big that mm-hmm. they might have been giving up and a lot of it is which we all do it is maybe superficial mm-hmm. like their looks mm-hmm. i feel like the looks is the biggest thing or mm-hmm. um she said a like a lot of the the participants they are they'll say stuff like they didn't feel any sexual chemistry or romantic chemistry on one date though and she was like, how do you know that on one date? But all the... And I feel like they're probably our age or younger. Okay. They're probably like 20s <clears throat> to about early 40s. Okay. Or almost 40. And 
they immediately one day. I feel like you can know that, but I I also feel like something can click too. Yeah. Like if you you realize that this person has a common interest or a mm-hmm. common experience, mm-hmm. sometimes that does turn on the flame. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll hear people say. Like, do you experience this? They'll, or on, I'm just talking about the show. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy was like, she just felt like a sister. We laughed. We talk. I'm like, why is that not good enough, too, to laugh, talk? Because I just, I don't know. I think they just put a lot of weight on sex. And I don't know. You tell me. Well, I think if you're trying to marry somebody, sex should be in the top three. I mean, because, yeah, I like to laugh and play. But if I feel like this guy who I'm marrying is potentially reminding me of my brother. But I think they just say that as an excuse because they're not. Yeah, they physically attractive. Yeah, the chemistry. But I don't know. But, but I don't know. But but do you feel like you can know that in one date? You can kind of pick up on it. I okay. think I maybe people, more, some people are more sensitive to that, okay. and like some people, like maybe you, like say mm-hmm. for example, if you weren't married and mm-hmm. you were going through the process, and that's not really a deal breaker mm-hmm. for you, you know. I'm not saying it's not because I mean I remember when I was dating. Like you did, I get that, but I don't know one date. Yeah. Because yeah. you're so sometimes so nervous and so yeah. hesitant. You do have a wall yeah. up, you know, or so. I don't know. And I do feel like you need to, somebody has to look good to you. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I feel like people over, mm-hmm. it's not matching. <laughs> like, yeah. maybe one of these tens and maybe they not a ten. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. I don't know. I feel like that stops it sometimes too. Mm-hmm. And then confidence, I think, plays a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Because if, if you're seeing this person, and let's just say, ooh, initially you think they're so handsome or, mm-hmm. you know, she's really pretty, and then that confidence level is there, yeah. that can drive that number way down. Yeah. Like, uh, you're not attractive anymore. So, so. funny story. <laughs> I remember this guy, like, I remember he, he always wanted it, and I'm not going to get too much detail because probably could figure it out. Anyway, okay. he would always, like... Try to talk to me. I just and I'm I'm not I'm gonna be honest. I was he was not cute to me, or I wasn't mm-hmm. physically and mm-hmm. not like such just like I don't. It was like yeah. Anyway, it was probably superficial, or whatever. Because he was a nice person, mm-hmm. but he always wanted to talk to me or whatever. But I just knew I didn't, and I knew he liked me more than just a friend. So I was just like, whatever. He's like, well, can we go to dinner or something like that? Whatever. So I finally was like, yeah, and. Because I would push it off for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. So I finally went out with them. And it was kind of... Because uh, I knew I didn't like them. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't trying to seem very, very interested. Mm-hmm. And I remember him saying... Because I, I feel like he put me... And I'm not trying to like... But in his mind, he put me high... like On a pedestal? Like, or pedestal kind of... Or like, this is like... Well, I finally got a date with the one I wanted to be going out with. Mm-hmm. And then, so he was just like, yeah, so we went out, and it was just kind of like, uh. <laughs> like, he said that to you? <laughs> so many words. <laughs> but I was, at first, I was kind of like, like, well, but at the same time, like, I know it was like that, because I was like, I wasn't feeling you, one, and then two, I didn't want to, like, give you a false sense. Yeah. Like, you kept asking. Yeah. So I always kind of laugh at it, but, because I'm like, Reg, you can't get mad, because you was, you was kind of like a, yeah. Of the date, but yeah. that's just kind of funny. So yeah. <laughs> he was like, it was he was unimpressed. Which wow. thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and it's and and I and I watch and listen to a lot of 
dating podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, videos on social media and just kind of trying to get a feel for the dating realm. Mm-hmm. And I've only really watched and and looked at the advice from like black males or mm-hmm. black females. Um, so like I did watch the show, you know, with the lady from India. Mm-hmm. Um but my um what I'm trying to say is the the perspective mm-hmm. is I'm I'm getting it from a black experience. Mm-hmm. And so my whole point is everything that foundation stems from how we were raised and how we were raised mm-hmm. in church, how, you know, when you should have sex, when you shouldn't have sex, should you have sex while you're dating, or you know, dating means you're getting information, or dating means, you know, you're dating with intent, and, and it's just all these, all this terminology is swirling around. Yeah. And only thing I really want to know is, I've been married twice. Mm-hmm. I already have children. I've already had the sex stuff. I've, you know, I've already done a lot of stuff. Yeah. So when I date, I really feel like, are the rules different? Mm-hmm. And with you wanting to be a matchmaker, you know, you're married. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you dated <clears throat> some. You have children. Never been divorced. It's like, as a matchmaker, what is your basis? Yeah. What is What is your foundation for somebody? I guess your foundation will be your foundation, but... What would be your advice to me? Well, I mean, I feel like we talked about this before. I feel like, of course, if this is something I move forward with, I have to have like some parameters that I have to probably kind of go <clears> with. <throat> but the biggest thing for me is like, I've told you this before, I feel like people who are single, no matter whether it's divorced, married, single, I mean, div- married and divorced or single and trying to be in a relationship or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like you don't take the advice of friends and family, which I feel like, like in that Indian uh, culture arranged or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like that that's her. She's like the sounding board, and then okay. their parents are really involved. Like before they even go on a date, they sit down with whoever's their circle, their mom, and a lot of times it's brothers and yeah. sisters in laws and all of that. So that's where my parameters are. Like I'm your sounding board to kind of like see another view of the person. Because remember, I told you this before, I feel like sometimes you get those rose-colored glasses on and we're seeing all the red flags, but you ain't trying to see the red flags. Mm -hmm. And then you fall in love. And Mm -hmm. so when we're trying to tell you these red flags and then we meet them after you've already fallen in love, you're not trying to hear us. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's just one part. I feel like a sounding board just to kind of see. And not necessarily like that person is bad and you're good or you're mm-hmm, bad and they're mm-hmm. good. It's just like, maybe it's just like a rip, just not a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, and allowing somebody from the outside to see it. So, see of, of the the information I've been receiving and looking out for, um, it's almost like you meet this person mm-hmm. and, you know, do they have anything on your list, from your list, um, how do you feel around that person? And the first thing that you notice is not on your list, you drop them and go? I wouldn't necessarily say that, but some people feel that way. I feel like having an outside person helps you steer. Prime example, if you don't, cut this if you don't want to hear okay, it. Okay, okay. So you had told me some that you have this list, you wrote all these things, like yeah. it's a lot of things, yeah. which is fine. Um, but it was some very 
easy things on there and you were just like I don't want to date somebody who have younger children than me and then you like this guy and he had yeah, like way younger children mm-hmm. he was taking care of you know your mm-hmm. youngest are seniors in high school yeah and yeah. I was like remember you said <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean so is that a deal breaker for you I don't know for sure but at least now I'm here I'm that voice like should you really be spending that much time yeah. with him and I know it's just that one thing but yeah after you said like this is what you don't yeah want. but it's like it's like okay going back to the the Indian matchmaker mm-hmm. You're only going to get 60 or 70% in, in, in her program. Yes, in her. So if he meets 80% and that having younger child is just one thing, but he meets everything else, it's like... But I feel like you have to weigh it. And again, in this, you know, I'm closer than you than maybe I would have like a client. Yeah. But in this sense, I feel like you're very... That's a... a to me, I think that's a deal breaker for you. Because you're always like... You want to go, you want to travel, you want to be able to do something. You're already trying to get your own kids out. <laughs> but <laughs> you're always talking about, I got to run the kid here, I got to run the kids there. Like, I really feel like in your situation, and I feel like I can speak on that because I see you and I see how you operate, I feel like that is a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Now, somebody else's situation, maybe it's mm-hmm. not. But for you and mm-hmm. your ones, I feel like that is. Yeah. That, okay. that one thing. So maybe something else. Mm-hmm. Might not be the deal breaker, but for you, mm-hmm. someone with a younger child that they are raising. So, and 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 with that, it's like, um, so you 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 go on this date, you're hanging with this mm-hmm. person, you're having fun. Can you still keep them as a friend? To me, that goes back to you setting your parameters early. Mm-hmm. You. At least that's what you say, unless you're changing. I feel like you're dating with you, or not, I'm not going to use the word dating. You want to find someone with intentions for a long-term relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't see where the friendship with somebody you just met matters in this case. Maybe if you were younger or maybe you was older and just, and your intentions were not necessarily a long-term relationship, but you wanted to have somebody around, companion. Okay. Then yes, maybe. But I feel like in your for what you want, what what's the friend for? You got plenty of friends. Okay, so as far as um like a companion, mm-hmm. like to do things with, to hang out with. Again, I feel like you have to set those parameters. Like, I remember my mother-in-law, you know, she just passed. But I remember her. So, she would have, she was 69 and still talking about, like, she wished she had someone. But she, at her age, she was just like, because she would go to movies a lot by herself or, mm-hmm. you know, go to dinner or lunch. So, she had to call a grandkid or a brother or sister. I feel like she wanted somebody that she could just call and, you know, enjoy their mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. And he goes home. <laughs> but, or come hang out at her house. But... I really Share felt like, together. Yeah, yeah, she wanted somebody to go play. Like if, if uh, a family member was having like a birthday party, somebody that, that would escort her there yeah, or go to the movies or whatever, but not, I really felt like that's just what she wanted. Like just a companion that was other than her brother okay. or her sister. So I guess while I'm dating, mm-hmm. could I not have companions? I guess so, but I just feel like. That would muddle the waters, muddy the waters, muddle But I guess if I know that I'm not going to like this person 
know more that at this level, why can't I just still have them as a companion? I, I'm not saying you can't, but I, you need to make sure that person feels the same way. Because I feel like that's where it gets messy. Because you might have, and he might agree because that's what you said, but he, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just feel, mm-hmm. I think it's all one of those things where it can't be absolute, but mm-hmm. you have to really. Okay. And I feel like people with, whatever works for people, I guess at this day and time works for people. Uh-huh. But I also feel like sometimes people who say they want long-term relationships and successful relationships, I feel like they should really try to heed to maybe people they have seen in real long-term relationships or successful relationships. Because I feel like when you start changing it to fit kind of what you want, I'm not saying this right. Like, You mean listen to those people? I guess listen or model. I mean, everybody's relationship's going to look like how you guys make it. Yeah. But some of the key factors that made whatever that long-term relationship work, I feel like Mm. you should try to model that a little bit because, but I hear people talk and I don't know what their relationships are like for real, but Mm -hmm. when, um, how guys really feel about, or women at that, they're people who have these relationships, these companions and I, I can see when they're like long, like they've been friends for a long time. I get that. But somebody you just kind of met and then you want this person now that you want to be in this relationship with and you want, I don't know. It just, mm-hmm. I don't know how receive. like if Kevin wants to meet a new friend right now, a female yeah. friend, like all the time and I'm not a part of him meeting them. Yeah. I know it sounds weird because yeah. I'm married, but I'm just saying, I just, like, uh, yeah. you know, I don't know. I know it's a little different, but I'm just saying, like, if it was dating, and I, and I don't know. Yeah. Again, nothing's absolute. So, so what about know. the sex part? Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's realistic. We're human. When you're dating, I know, you know, the advice is... Some, some of the advice that I've heard mm-hmm. is, uh, of course, you go on first date. No, you don't have yeah. sex first night. But if you're dating someone and after so many dates, mm-hmm. you guys are feeling each other and you guys are working towards the same goal, mm-hmm. sex is okay after like so many dates. Mm-hmm. And then some people are saying sex is a no-go mm-hmm. until you are in a fully committed relationship. So I don't know if that fully committed means you're engaged right. or you're fully committed saying you both are saying I'm not seeing anyone else. Right. You know, so what, what about that? I feel like people also need this... Again, you set those parameters. Like for me, I'm looking at if I'm looking at it from a Christian perspective, I feel like you should wait. You know, um, dating through engagement, all that. And you're married, then have sex. If you are not looking from a Christian perspective, I feel like you also should wait because just the ties that you get with somebody, you know, mm-hmm. I, to me, fully committed is they have. And some people are like, oh, marriage is just a paper, whatever, but. Everywhere, it's, it's it does mean something more when you're married. When they're asking if you're single or married, it means something, mm-hmm. even if you don't. If you think it's just a paper or whatever. But, but are you speaking but, from a woman's point of view or a male point of view? I mean, only of course I can only speak from a woman's point of view because I don't. I'm not a man. But I feel like you have to make sure you're on the same page. Like if it's if it's two people who are saying they are, they're trying to have a Christian relationship. Boom. Or two people like they're on the same page. Like. To me, committed is we're not dating anybody else. 
we both talked about it. We want to move forward. Move forward. You know what I mean? I feel mm-hmm. like it's still one of those things where it, you just have to, where the people are, but make sure they're on the same page. I feel like the biggest thing is people are not on the same yeah. page. Because I just, I just really feel, this is how I really feel mm-hmm. like things really happen. Mm-hmm. You're dating. Say you, you're committed to dating. Mm-hmm. Your intention is to... You know, my intention is to find someone to be in a long-term relationship. And that may not necessarily mean marriage, mm-hmm. but just long-term committed. And at, while you're trying to get to know that person, and maybe you're dating multiple people, mm-hmm. I feel like that man definitely is still having sex with somebody. Maybe. Or the female is, is maybe they've just got their one person mm-hmm. until they say, okay, I'm getting serious about this person. I need to cut you off. I mean, I just think... I feel like in anything, you're taking a chance. And that's where, you know, you're putting trust in somebody. I mean, because even after somebody get married, though, like... I know. You know what I'm just saying? So, it's one of those things where you have to... I don't say you... I feel like you don't not do something because uh, being afraid of getting hurt or anything. Like, part of being in love and being in relationship, we're going to have to be vulnerable. There is a level but I also feel like if you are taking some steps, again, it's not going to, uh, what's the word? I'm looking, foolproof your marriage or your long-term mm-hmm. relationship. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's foolproof, but I feel like it's, it's leading to something that's kind of pretty solid. If you are making sure you are setting the boundaries, you're talking very early. And then I feel like if you keep, that's why I said Christian or non-Christian, I feel like if you're kind of keeping that sex from it, even even if they are having sex with somebody else, but it's not, so so you find out and you're not having sex, I feel like it's easier to break away because you don't have that tie. You don't have mm. that soul tie with that person. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can't control. Mm-hmm. He can't control what you're doing. <laughs> you can't control what he's doing. So if you are keeping that yourself to me, that kind of gives you, but again, y'all can get together and he's still, so... It's a matter of just yeah. hopefully finding that person that feels the same way. And but what if we both feel the same or agree that, hey, you know, I've got someone, you've got someone okay because we hadn't been in a relationship, mm-hmm. so that was okay to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been dating, but, you know, out of the this, the the people or that I'm dating or you're dating... Well, I want to settle down with you or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you give each other time to kind of clear the ways. So I was listening to. Don't you? I think that's fair. Yeah. But I was listening to. There's a there's another podcast that I listen mm-hmm. to. It's called Dear Wifey. Okay. And so it's from a male point of view. A male point of view. And um, his podcast is just popping. But. <laughs> um, he had a couple on there where in the beginning, the young lady said, you know, after they kind of were getting serious, she said, now that we're decided we're going to get serious, I'm going to give you 60 days to clean up any loose ends. And I really like that Mm -hmm. because that's realistic to me because it's like a lot of the times when you meet somebody, you do kind of have people you're talking on the yeah, phone I, with. You got baby mamas. You got exes. You just, you know, that you're going back and forth with. But just giving that allowance in, you know, maybe when you met me, you broke it off, but then you slipped back. Mm-hmm. 
but this so it's like you're giving me permission and you can like take a load off like okay I dang good yeah. i got time I but to clear this up <laughs> i really do like that but with that do you think there should be parameters like what okay for instance okay so y'all dated or whatever and like you said, y'all got to the point like, okay, something clicked at some point. Like, yeah. it's us. Okay. And so we've said we're in this committed relationship. I'm giving you 60 days. From this point From forward. From this point forward. Even though we said we're committed, but this point forward. I'm cleaning it up. This cleaning up means I have free. So in and my then, 60 and then days. And on, on the 59th day. You know day, what I mean? Like, like I'm you have it to the 59th day. It's our last so time. I feel like it's like one of those things. Like I do like that in theory, uh-huh. but I feel like if you said kind of like you said it, like sixty days, but no six days, we are still committed. You're just like if you need to go out with that person to clear it up, but like it's not having sex, it's not like yeah. dating, it's not okay. finding somebody. Like, do yeah. you set that or do you just say here's your sixty days? Yeah, and when you come back to me, it got to be clear. Like, yeah. I feel like there has to be- yeah, definitely parameters. Know. Okay, and if I were say if I were in that situation, I guess my parameters would be, you know, let that person know for real yes. you're in a commitment not just i'm seeing somebody i met yes. or or just letting that person know period mm-hmm. i have met somebody yes. we are in a committed relationship mm-hmm. i can no longer see you or talk to you mm-hmm. um you know hopefully it's not a a, a negative thing where mm-hmm. he's gonna get or she's gonna get some um what's the word um retaliation oh. or anything like that. I guess but, room to close it. Yeah. But, you know, because you know how when you first with someone or even when you've been with someone, you know, phone ringing in the middle of the night mm-hmm. or text messaging, boom, boom, boom. And you don't want to be like, let me see your phone mm-hmm. or anything like that. But just those types of things no, that will make your yeah red flags go off or your ears perk up. And... You know, you you never want to be put in a situation where um, you run into someone old or someone mm-hmm. that you may have been seeing, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, you was just over in my mm-hmm. house, or we was mm-hmm. just, no, you know." So, yeah. I would definitely, I don't know, I would, I would want to look into that okay. just and just I see like what those parameters good. were. I feel like that's good, and maybe it's not sixty days, whatever it looks like. But I, I honestly do feel like people move from relationship to relationship, with leaving no time mm-hmm, to heal, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no time to reflect. Like what mm-hmm. made us, what went wrong, and sometimes mm-hmm. something very clear, and then sometimes mm-hmm, you just move mm-hmm. apart. But given that time, because even if I, I mean, I just I'm going back from my dating, you know, mm-hmm. fifteen, sixteen years ago, mm-hmm. but just. You tell somebody like, or just it naturally, y'all start drifting apart. Yeah. But that one night or that one day, you're like, oh, let me call such and yeah. such and text somebody. Yeah. So in those times, that's giving you that that time to kind of be like, yeah, you called, you know, just to see, you know, mm-hmm. I'm hurt by this, or can we get back together? They give mm-hmm. you time to still have mm-hmm. those conversations and yeah, just think it because just kind of looking in my more recent past. You know, I've seen different people or been out with different people and we just kind of drifted apart. Mm-hmm. But I never said, hey, yeah. do not call me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I periodically may get a text yeah. or anything. Maybe I'll ignore it and don't yeah. respond to it. Yeah. But they still maybe feel like they have a chance yeah. because we never said, yeah. I am no longer interested in you. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let me take a pause here. Yeah. This whole dating thing is just 
like I'm over 45 and, you know, I've tried the, a couple dating apps. Um, you know, I work with you on just bouncing mm-hmm. some ideas off and, and it's just, and then I, oh, this is another thing too. You know, it, I know like since the pandemic and everything like mm-hmm. that, a lot of people kind of feel differently about how they love, how they show their emotions. Cause they've lost a lot of people. Mm-hmm. We've lost a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, not just COVID related, yeah. but just, you know, in general. Mm-hmm. And so then you're thinking, oh, you know, I don't want to miss my shot or um, mm-hmm. let me see if this will work or I'm going to speed up my timeline a little bit because I don't know how long I'm going to live. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. I think a lot of people have that mindset, yeah. you know, so. What do you think about that perspective? Yeah, I I feel like it's good and bad. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. speeding up that timeline, sometimes people... Um, the words not lower their expectations, but maybe they'll... Uh, what am I looking for? They'll accept some things that they mm-hmm. probably shouldn't mm-hmm. accept mm-hmm. to speed up that timeline. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's interesting because we're in our 40s and so most of the people, we, you know, like friends-wise, you know, they're close to our age. And I know I have just a lot of people I would either call a friend or associate that are not in relationships, have not been in relationships. And I know they desire it. Yeah. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, and it's not, and I don't think every man is locked up <laughs> even though it's a lot yeah. of locked up yeah that's not the case i just really feel like as much time women spend on um desiring a relationship or preparing for a relationship i don't feel like that conversation is had on our male side and i feel like they desire it but they don't it's not the same and mm-hmm. so for them i don't think they ever have a clock it's ticking yeah, yeah. <laughs> And for women, it is, which I think some women get over, you know, like ones that don't have children, like it's okay if I don't have kids, I still Mm -hmm. just want to have somebody, whatever. But maybe that's why the the man just kind of keeps going. Well, kind of going back to (laughs) what I've been watching on social media, a lot of podcasts, different Mm -hmm. um, male points of views. They are trying to draw in as many men as they They can to to educate them. Um, to help move them towards whatever healing and trauma yes. that they need to work on so they can open their heart. Yes. Because I think a lot of men, I mean, based on what I've just kind of learned yeah. from that, I feel like they've been hurt. Yeah, they've been, absolutely. you know, they, they've closed off that part of their heart. Um, and I guess how men and women, they say, think differently, mm-hmm. how they can compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. Where women, we just kind of lump it all together and our mind is just spinning. You know, I think men can compartmentalize. Mm -hmm. Like, if they want to have sex, they have sex. Mm -hmm. If they want to date, they date. If they want to have a family or, you know, start a family, not necessarily be married, have kids, they do that. And But putting it all together, I don't know if they know how sometimes because there's so many blockages. And so... Even though I've been married twice, I still feel like my whole entire raising my kids, I've been a single mom. Mm. And just in raising my daughters and my son, 
it's like, how how have I set them up to be? Mm-hmm. You know, because I tease about marrying off my oldest daughter because mm-hmm. she has my grandson. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, let me just get her married off. <laughs> you know, just just so she won't go through everything I went through mm-hmm. as a single mom. Mm-hmm. You know, and so... I don't know, but I really feel like I I feel um, I have a positive outlook on the men that are coming through. I think okay. right now, That's good. <laughs> but I think like the That's guys, my, one of them. but I think the guys my age and oh, older. Age. Oh, you're talking about this guys, the younger. Generation. I think because okay. I think those are the guys that are listening to these mm-hmm. podcasts and the mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. I think the older guys. It's maybe a smaller percentage who's hearing this I message. Agree. I mean, I, I don't know. I hear, I hear what you're saying. And yeah, my call would be just like men step up. And I know a lot of times they're like we step, like step up. I'm not just talking about protecting the black <clears throat> women or mm-hmm. stepping over your kids. Just like step up in love mm-hmm. and in relationships mm-hmm. overall. Just like yeah. why are the women always trying to figure out and mm-hmm. like men because yeah. like I hear a lot of women say they're tired yeah. and I started saying I was tired before I got married the second time and then mm-hmm. when I got married I felt like mm-hmm. I gained another child mm-hmm. and I'm like that's not what I wanted right. I want to I think it was one analogy a young lady used and I can't remember mm-hmm. where but she was just like when I go to work I'm in management, Mm -hmm. I'm the leader, I take charge, I get things done. But when I come home, I want my husband or my man to be the one in charge and telling me what he wants for dinner. And I'm saying, I'll just go cook it or not even, even if he cooks, Mm -hmm. you know, honey, whatever. It's just allowing him to be that masculine energy in Mm -hmm. the house, me being the feminine energy in the house. I finally kind of understand what that means. But that's interesting because you can... Yeah. Just pausing right there. But, again, I don't Mm -hmm. know what that Mm -hmm. means. But to me, like, most time a woman at home, even with a husband or whatever, you still, even if he's telling you what to cook, you still got to take that time to cook. You still got to manage the kids. Like, to me, Mm -hmm. I don't see masculine energy raising the kids. Not saying they're not a part. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you see what I'm saying? So, like, I'm not saying that thought that she has or want is Mm -hmm. not there. I just, I don't want them to be disappointed. They're thinking... Mm-hmm. that's what's going to come mm-hmm. with that. Because, mm-hmm. yes, he's in control. He might make the money or say, this is what we're going to do, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you still are running the household, leading. Kind yeah. Of. I don't know. I, think, I just I think it just depends on your 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 makeup of the house. Yeah, and how I you, Yeah. I mean, because I definitely feel like, even if I were in another uh, long-term relationship, committed, whatever, mm-hmm. I still would probably have run the inner workings of the home. Yes. But there are some things that I would take I, off my plate. No, absolutely. No, I'm not saying, yes. no, I just don't want people to have a mis- yeah, misconception. Yeah. But absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Some stuff, absolutely. Having Kevin around definitely, even with all the stuff that I do for our family, it you it is some stuff yeah. off yeah. your plate. I mean, it I'm talking is. about, and, and this may, I don't know, this from my point of view, just the mere fact of when we go somewhere, 
He's driving. <laughs> it is. That's the smallest thing. It is. Big He's big. driving. It is like, oh my God. Kevin, oh my God, I drive, so you drive everywhere. And it's long distance. Yeah. Yes. He's driving. Oh my God. For real. Yes. I, He's, I, he doesn't mind pumping the gas. Oh yeah. my God. You know, yeah. little things like that or... It's you know, because I like to cook, mm-hmm. cooking for me is okay. Right. But laundry, I hate it. Yeah. You know, when I was married, I didn't wash his clothes. And yeah. I just, you know, that was something I said I wouldn't do. And I didn't. Right. Um, But just simple yeah. stuff. I get it. And, I get and it. I'm even okay with, um, like, say, for example, oh, yeah, I would love a, honey, a handyman. But mm-hmm. would I? Mm-hmm. Or he's starting all these projects and not finishing. <laughs> I mean, whatever. But I have had guys tell me, I'm not very handy, but I will make sure it gets done. That's amazing. Yes. I, yes. You'll take care of it. You see <laughs> that it's... you looking yes. it up. I don't have to look it up. Yes. I don't have to call. I don't have to see yes. if they are... Um, yes, 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 yes. Getting over on me and stuff like that. No, I absolutely... I promise example today, I took Halen or I took my daughter to volleyball and um I knew the car was close to E and I was like, it was raining. I'm like, I do not feel like stopping to get no gas. So like a bad said, you gotta go pick her up because we can't <laughs> I went to care but I was just like, so yeah, you go and pick up duty because we need some gas. So I get it, like it does make a difference to be able difference. to have and even if that's him saying that to you because you don't care. It don't to me I don't right. care think it matters the role is just being mm-hmm, in that mm-hmm. um whatever because yeah. like i just didn't want to do it and i'm just like i rode all the way home the light didn't come on yet but it, yeah. was, it was hovering over that ring. <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's, it's just a simple thing and i and, and i think because i'm older been or done that mm-hmm. certain things you know i don't really that don't really stress me out it's not mm-hmm. a big deal so it's just I'm just ready for more of that simple side of things. Yeah. You know, yes, I enjoy traveling and all yeah. that, but I'm just I kind of just want the simpler side mm-hmm. where you don't spend a lot of energy on stuff that doesn't really matter. So yeah, you know. So well, anybody listening have a uh, nice man <laughs> <laughs> Veronica here, a brother, an uncle, a cousin. Um Please. <laughs> Don't please say please. please. I mean, please, like, please. Oh. I'm not like oh, yeah. begging, please. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about, yeah. you know, please reach out. Yeah. You know, maybe you know somebody needs, she can cook. Uh-huh. You know, she's loving. She likes to go out and things like that. So I like to dress up and be pretty. Yeah, she does. Cooking Podcast. Join us every other week for a new episode with Ronica and Regis. Listen on all major podcast platforms. Search the What You Cooking podcast. Download the episodes and click follow. Like, comment, and subscribe on Instagram to the What You Cooking podcast. Bye now.